I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Clap at the same time. Okay. Three, two, clap. You it's like, fine. It's just for it's just for audio. That's so fucking funny. You were like five seconds after me because <laughs> I said I forgot. I counted down wrong. I was gonna count down three, two, one, and then we clap. But then I ended up doing three, two, clap, and I was like, she's not gonna clap because I didn't do it properly, so I won't clap. Anyway, welcome to the first episode of What the Fuck Is Happening. Oh, for a new I year. get what we're doing. <laughs> Hi. Appropriately, appropriately stupid. Appropriately stupid. Perfect. Wow, great wow. title of app already. Appropriately <laughs> stupid. <laughs> a great way to break in the new year. Anyway, a, true. What? Um, how are you doing? I'm little noodle. Good. A week into January 2022. Fuck me. Well, almost two weeks, really. Um, yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? Oh shit, you're right. Uh, <laughs> you, no, no. you were like, this I bitch mean... is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm fine. I feel like, ugh, I don't know. I just hate end of year culture, you know? Right. Why? Because everyone's like, so hopeful and, you know, you uh, know, thank God 2020 and 2021 are done. Thank God. Yeah. You know, next year's looking up with vaccines and all this stuff and all that stuff. And it's been like 10 days of the new year. And I'm like, nothing's changed. If anything, <laughs> shit's got worse. You know? Yeah. We've gotten rid of some problems and then then it's like a hydra. You cut off one the head of one problem (laughs) and ten grow back in its place. (laughs) You know? Yeah, no, you are 100% correct. It's a really interesting, like, I don't know why people do it. I don't know if they genuinely believe that it's a new year, new outlook, but it's like, girl, there is one minute difference between 2021 and 2022. Like, nothing is exactly, your life's the same. You're not, oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should, we should uh, get like a positive person on the phone. Ask them. <laughs> what's, what's it like being an optimist? Uh, no, we don't, we don't deal with optimism here. We deal with realism. Okay. <laughs> As a pop culture podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, well, what do, what do you view yourself as? Optimist, realist, pessimist, none, some, mix? I feel like I am a mix of a realist and an optimist, but more often, like, kind of falling on the side of optimist, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not so much it of an optimist sense. that I'm an idiot and unrealistic, mm-hmm. but I'm also <laughs> very much a cup half full type of person. Gotcha. What that about makes you? sense, and you also read every optimist of filth. Um, <laughs> I... Simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I would say I'm a mix because I'd say when it comes to general stuff, I'd say I'm a realist. Yeah. Slash, 
yeah, a realist. Then when it comes to myself, I'd say I'm a realist slash pessimist. Yeah. And then when it comes to, like, friends or strangers or other people's lives, I'm, like, an optimist. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, yes, queen, work, legend, go off, queen. You know? Slay. <laughs> Slay. Exactly. You know? I don't know. Ugh. It's fine. Mm. Everything's fine. I'm with it. I totally understand. Um, Thank you. Um, what if we took like three weeks off, I think? I don't even fucking know, honestly. Genuinely, the amount of times that I don't know what day of the week it is, is frightening. <laughs> Truly. This is really fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I feel like in the three to four weeks that we've had off, mm. time is an illusion. Yeah. It's like that episode of The Good Place. I can't remember exactly the thing where it's like time in the good place is like Charlie Barley or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. The, Michael yeah. like maps out the time timeline and it's like, <laughs> yeah. it kind of looks like the word Charlie Barley. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, yes. No, I feel like in, in the weeks we've had off, I feel like shit's getting worse well (laughs) i i think that it's important to say that things are drastically different here in australia and in brisbane than they were three weeks ago hence why we are zoom recording hence why we are zoom recording because i'm a paranoid little freak freaky bitch i'm a freaky bitch i just don't really feel like it's paranoid when you know it's i think it's it's like two in ten people in our age group are testing positive with covid so i just you know that's what this is all about by the way it's covid (laughs) i was gonna say it's like people with the clap (laughs) (laughs) exactly yes and we all know we Uh, don't want that no, <laughs> I'd, I'm, whatever. You know, I was gonna say I'd happily stay away from all STIs, but like that's <laughs> no, no shit. Um, this conversation is spiraling okay. very quickly. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I've got my psychologist tomorrow after Iconic. like a month. Wow, because <laughs> obviously over Christmas everything's booked out, so I've got my psychologist tomorrow, and I'm like, I feel like my brain has slowly been spiraling, in, and then this is like the. <laughs> This is the climax, you know? <laughs> That's, yes. Getting ready for tomorrow. I do. Anyway. Um, no, I feel like I want to explain why I'm a psycho, paranoid, freaky bitch to you. Okay. I guess the audience. But it's because, okay, so you know, in my life, I work on the Sunshine Coast. I do. And then I do podcasting and all that stuff in Brisbane. Yes. So I very much am like Hannah Montana, best of both worlds. Iconic. And that's all good and fine and chill and fresh and fun. But I sound like a a white female influencer in like America. Anyway, that's so specific. But <laughs> um, oh, I've lost my train of thought already. You're trying to explain why you didn't come down. Oh, yeah, it's because if I was living in one place, like, the whole time, I yeah. feel like I would be a bit less paranoid and a bit less freaked out all the time about COVID. But because I'm going 
between the two places, the two cities, I'm terrified <laughs> that I'm going to catch COVID and then bring it with me to the other place and infect both households. Yeah, that's... No, that's fair. Does that make sense? I don't well, know. Yeah. And, yeah, and I don't want to, like... Especially because on the Sunshine Coast with my family, I don't want to give it to all those people and then no one can see their grandparents and stuff, you know? No, it's it's uh, it's totally valid and makes complete sense and it's actually way more responsible than basically anyone else's being. I feel like... Uh, yeah, no, things have gotten out of control in Brisbane so quickly, like way faster than yeah. anybody thought was going to happen. So I feel like while we all don't know where we stand, it makes complete sense to be taking reasonable precautions. I don't know, man. Like particularly coming here, this is a place of business. I get people coming in and in and out of here a lot. So it, it just, it makes sense mm. for sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I keep telling my stuff that once... Uh, rapid antigen tests are more widely available, I'll I'll be able to start living again because I'll feel more comfortable, you know, seeing people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Basically just travelling to and fro. I, that's most of the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. I'm happy to not mention COVID again. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's totally fair. Honestly, don't even don't even stress, truly. It, it is what it is. Okay, well, okay, so for the rest of the episode, we did mention before we started that the Golden Globes just finished. Well, okay, hold on. Which... We're rewinding right now to do our elephant in the room. Our elephant in the room this week is? It's that in the last episode of 2021, we did not record oh. <laughs> our What the Fucks of the Week. T. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. That is, that's a good elephant in the room. The elephant in the room this week is that we didn't record a What the Fuck of the Week. Yeah, which was really embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Imagine us being stupid. I know. And like genuinely we didn't. Instead. It was just gone from our brains. Tea. But we did try because we said we're going to FaceTime. Yeah. And we'll do our what the fuck of the weeks on there and then I'll just splice it all together and it'll be fine. Yep. So <laughs> I realized this as soon as I got in the car from Hannah's Creation recording studio. Mm. So I was literally outside in my car FaceTiming you who was inside doing our what the fuck of the weeks. Proof. <laughs> okay? Proof. <laughs> Proof. I believe you. There's me as well. But yeah. the turns same out shirt. screen recordings don't record external audio. If you don't turn it on. And I didn't know you had to turn it on. No, me either. So instead of doing it another time, we just decided we'll make it our elephant in the room. We did. And then Nicholas almost forgot. Like a little bitch. I did almost forget. (laughs) No, I mean, I did forget. (laughs) Lucky you're here. Okay. Okay. Now we can move on. So, no, what I was going to say is the Golden Globes have just finished and... Frankly, I don't, I don't really care for going through the list of winners. No, me either. I mean, I feel like the only vaguely interesting thing about it was that no one was there. Well, that's what I was going to say. Let's not talk about 
the the winners and losers, let's talk about the actual thing. Which, yeah. Which is that it's not even televised this year. It's not an actual event. It's a closed ceremony, and then people are just finding out on like social media. Was it not televised? Who's, who's losing? At all. Whack. Do you want to know why? Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a know-it-all. Um, so basically, I think, what year is 2022? Mm. So in 2020 or 2019, mm. I think people started calling for the the uh, the Golden Globes voting people. Because mm. it's like, I think it's like a specific panel of like 100 or 200 people. Mm. Basically, the people that are voting are the opposite of what you would call diverse. They're all yes. old white men. Yes. And so actors and basically Hollywood started calling for some diversification in the voting, um, the voters. Yeah. Yep. The voters. Uh, and they were like, um, no, this is an institution. We're going to do what we want to do. Iconic. So then NBC was like, Iconic in a bad okay, way. well, we're going to stop airing the golden globes if you don't do something to work on this issue that is a genuine issue. And the Golden Globe said, okay. <laughs> so they're just not a thing anymore. They're just a private event. And then on social media, the Golden Globes post who wins and that's it. So the Golden Globes, as we know it, I think is pretty much done forever. I don't think there's any coming back from this. Whack. I thought it was a COVID thing for sure. Oh yeah, no. That's crazy. Because if it was a COVID thing, it would still be aired. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't realise it wasn't aired at all. That's whack. Yeah, wow. Like last year's Oscars? Yeah. I know, it's wild. That so is... now it's just the Emmys and the Oscars. That's really... I mean, even the fucking Tonys is aired. That's crazy. That's genuinely crazy. But I guess I... there's not a second G in a yacht. It's not a giga yacht. So... <laughs> All of the major awards are still televised, you know? All the EGOT awards are televised. I mean, definitely, I feel like in the last, like, two or three years, people have 100% been like, no one even trusts the Golden Globes, um, like, the winners and stuff. So I feel like people are just going to be like, well, okay, we just won't watch then. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the, the Emily in Paris debacle we talked about last year? Yeah, I do. That was so fucking funny. For the people who didn't keep up with it last year, basically, Emily in Paris won best comedy, musical comedy television show. Um, And was nominated for, like, everything it could be. Because, (laughs) not because it was good or because it deserved anything, but because Netflix invited all of, or if not all of, most of the voting panel to Paris while they were filming and put them up in a fancy hotel for, like, a weekend. So, like... Ridiculous. The Golden Globes were bought anyway, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why they don't want a diverse panel, because then they won't get those weekends away. T. But (laughs) I think that'll backfire, because, like, Netflix and shit aren't going to want to buy nominations now. Oh, yeah, for sure. there's no marketing value to it. No, of course. Who cares? Well, not really, anyway. No, well, it's. I think so it's anyway. one of those things where it's like this year, it's like going to be like a steady slash very quick decline. So it's like this year there still is, but in five years' time it'll be non-existent. You know. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. 
Um, I thought mm. instead of doing outdated pop culture news from the past few weeks. Okay. Unless there's anything pressing you want to talk about. Is there? There is one TikTok that I just watched about an hour ago that I really want to talk about. Slash, I just want to show you Go. on the pod, but I don't really know what to say about it. Okay, hold on. Let me just quickly really find it. <laughs> well, you'll understand what I mean when you see it. You're going to be like, I don't know what to say about this, but okay, I believe you. Okay. Um, what is it? Are fuck, you... let me find it. Wow, oh my God, how many things have I liked to show it and you in... Didn't... One hour. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me turn Okay. the volume up. You don't really need to watch it. Just you just listen. Did Ariana Grande and Jimmy Fallon have a secret fling? Let's talk about it. This all started when the user Dear Jane One posted a reenactment of a tip-off that she had received anonymously in her DMs. Now, this user frequently does videos like this. Anyway, all anonymous, she doesn't name names. But basically, the premise is somebody working in PR who worked on a famous talk show back in 2018 said that an A-list singer was having an affair with the talk show host and that she was engaged to a comedian. I have seen this. Have you? Okay, cool. I can press stop. Basically, I haven't seen that exact TikTok, but yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Is it with uh, Jimmy Fallon? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So the the, the TikTok is basically like, I don't know, in the past like week or so, this rumor has started where apparently, potentially, Ariana Grande and Jimmy Fallon had an affair about probably two years ago. Which is crazy. And they actually have, she has like a, a bit of evidence going there too, which is just, yeah, a bit wild. So again, I, I don't, I don't really know what to say about that because it's like, I don't, there's no proof one way or the other. And it's probably not our place to discuss this because then we have to get into the whole ethics of all of that. Um, but I just wanted to bring it up because it's wild. <laughs> it is wild. And frankly, look. I feel like anyone who's as famous slash rich slash on TV every day as Jimmy Fallon, mm. I feel like he's gonna have some infidelity in his marriage. Like, I feel like that's well, I kind feel... of a given considering Hollywood. I was gonna say, considering the, issue... the, the history of white men, <laughs> the precedent <laughs> is that, yeah, the likelihood yeah. is high. Yeah. But then the thing I can't <laughs> him and Ariana Grande, the Ariana Grande. It's really. I mean, it's really true. Um, there, it's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I, don't I, mm, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. I don't know about it either, except the TikTok convinced me. So I don't know. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. I really, sense, although, but it doesn't it does. know. Um, no, I was just gonna say that. Um, I love how the genre of blind item reading out videos yeah. on TikTok have become so popular. <laughs> it's really true. I love them. Because it's literally just going from magazines with dubious sources and clickbait titles, like, you know, entertainment, no, what is it? Women's Weekly and stuff. Yeah. It's gone from that to TikTok videos, reading out blind items, how iconic. It's really, it's so true. 
honestly. I concur. I think we're regressing as society, and that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not okay, but only in, like, the broader things, you know? (laughs) It's like, yes, I agree, we are regressing as society, but, like, you know, in everything from A to Z, regression. Yes, unfortunately. Yes, I do. Actually, speaking of regressing as a society. Right. (laughs) Um, I have, okay, I, you know, COVID's a dark, depressing topic, and I want to, like, me 20 minutes ago saying, let's not talk about COVID. <laughs> I, <laughs> COVID's a dark, depressing topic. I feel like we can bring some levity to it. Okay. Can we? So, like, I know it's, I know it's Katy Perry never really over. <laughs> right. Right? Right. COVID. But anyway, when, so I feel like I have to preface saying when COVID's over by saying it's never really over. Right. Okay. Anyway, when COVID's over, (laughs) I feel like we should reference like to our kids and stuff. When we talk about this insane once in a millennial, millennial, once in a millennia uh, pandemic, Mm. millennia, what's millennia? A thousand years. A hundred years? What's a hundred years? Once in a, once in a century once in a century pandemic when we're talking about it to our grandkids and stuff right we should call it the covid years <laughs> okay because you know how in like 90s sitcoms they would do the college years <laughs> right <laughs> i think that that's a fun way to talk about covid in the future is the covid years like the college years like like uh the saved by the bell the covid years which is ironic because uh, Bella Bell did come back during COVID. Um, is there any other point to what you're saying, or is that was that it? No, that's it. I think we should come up with fun nicknames for history, historical events as well, we live them. <laughs> Why wait until after? We should do it now. No, I theoretically. Exactly. Agree. Although in my head, I've just lumped this all together. I'm like, okay, this is the dark period. And it started in 2000, at the end of 2015 when Trump was nominated. Wait, was that the end of mm-hmm. 2016? Yeah, when, did Did he get elected in 2016? Or did, he was and it started in inaugurated in January 2017. Okay, the darkest year, the dark timeline started in 2016 and has continued on until mm-hmm. now and there's an open-ended finishing on that you know interesting maybe it's 2021 maybe I it's saw 2025 who knows a tweet or a tumblr post or something that said <laughs> it feels like betty white sacrificed herself to reset the dark timeline <laughs> and i said oh not that <laughs> not that <laughs> you know? oh betty yeah Okay, stop. There's, I, I, I'm. It is probably very inappropriate for me to make light of again a very dark topic such as Betty White dying. Okay. But I don't know if you've seen online like the stories that people have of how they found out that she was dead, but some of them are so fucking funny, like. I haven't seen this trend at all. Oh, my God. Well, I, I don't think it's a trend. For just some reason, I've just stumbled across a couple. One of them, for example, was, like, some guy 
texted his ex-girlfriend being like, I really want to get back together. I don't want to die. Betty White's death has made me really think about the rest of my life and stuff. And the girl texted back and was like, please don't let this be how I found out that Betty White died. <laughs> Which iconic. And again, um, Mackenzie, my brother, this is not one I've seen online, obviously, but he was on Fraser Island over New Year's. And so he didn't get back yeah. with Signal until about the 5th or 6th of January. And then there was a bunch of stories of them all coming back into Signal and then finding out Betty White had died several days before. They're all devastated. Iconic. A group of 20-year-old white boys Oof. were very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that's pretty iconic. But, like, also, side note, imagine making it through 99, what's, like, 80 years in oh God, the film industry without being problematic ever. Oh, what true. I, uh, I thought you were going to say um, only three weeks from um, being 100. But, yeah, no, you're right. That queen. Icon. I feel like everyone just knows Betty White and we all just, like, love her. We're all just like, yeah, that queen. I, I don't remember Pete. seeing her in anything, but I love Very her. Very that. You know? Okay, I do. I was just saying that as a generalization. I do. I saw her in the proposal with Sandra Bullock oh and God, Ryan Reynolds. I was about to reach through the screen and slap you. Imagine, <laughs> imagine saying such slanderous things. I could ho. never. That's some ho shit. <laughs> Can you tell me what time it is? What time? How long we've been going? Twenty-five minutes. Don't know, shot. I think <laughs> instead of recapping pop culture news. Okay from the past three weeks it's outdated which i ended up spending the last 10 minutes doing anyway right um we should just talk about things we've been watching okay. things we've been listening to things we've been reading whatever okay interesting what we've enjoyed what we haven't so we can recommend some stuff to start off the new year okay because i feel like i've watched a fair amount slash yeah i feel like i've watched a fair amount over over the past few weeks what well, about you you know that i haven't watched a fair amount <laughs> i think i might have watched one thing that was vaguely interesting or new but okay. i don't remember what it was so oh i watched the social oh, network the other it? day for the first time yeah for the first time i'd never seen it before i really enjoyed that Wild. obviously i watched it because of the trend on tiktok um but no. I'm not gonna lie, your audio just cut out and I, don't, I just saw your lips moving and was trying to lip read, but I couldn't. <laughs> You're back where did, you, where, 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 did, where did I cut out from? From your mini review of Social Network. I didn't get any of that. Oh, I, well, I was just gonna say, uh, the only reason I watched it was obviously because of the TikTok trend. Um, but yes, no, I'd never seen it before and I very much enjoyed it. It's a very good movie. It was a very good movie. It having Brenda Song slash London Tipton in it really, <laughs> really true. sealed the deal for me. <laughs> Giving blowjobs in bathroom stalls. Pretty That's iconic what happened, of her. isn't it? Yeah, it was. Pretty iconic of her. That's true. London and Tipton would never. <laughs> oh, would she? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'd have to have more. Did we just discover the underbelly of, of the sweet life of Zach and Cody? <laughs> Well, she was like mid-teens, so like, maybe late teens. What was going on? Exactly. Whack. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go one each. Sounds like you've not watched a lot. And I've that's only done. got two things, probably. 
you do. I one. feel like you've you should be fine. I feel like you've watched more than you think you've watched movies wise. Yeah, probably. So you go and then I'll. Anyway, go. um, what can I do two in a row? Because I want to just mention that I watched Don't Look Up. Okay. That came out, which you had been recommending since early December. Yes. Um, I finally watched it over yep. the break and loved it. Everything you said. That's that on that. It was, it was really it was, great. I actually, I showed it to my mom and dad, actually. Um, and um, <laughs> even when we watched it, because you said when you watched it, by the end of it, you weren't anxious because you, like, you weren't, like, overwhelmingly anxious because you knew what was going to happen in the end. And I'd literally yes. seen the movie, and at the end of the movie, I still felt like I was going to throw up. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. We're all going to die. <laughs> Iconic. Yeah iconic i feel like we we focus on separate aspects of it maybe because we're like the climate crisis we're gonna die yeah whereas i'm like i don't care that we're gonna die i care that (laughs) half the population of the world is in collective denial and half the population of the world is dangerously dangerously stupid (laughs) which means we're all gonna die you know yeah, but I don't care about the actual dying. Jesus, you really do need to you see know? a psychologist tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if we're all dying together, who gives a fuck, you know? I mean, me, personally. No, I'm talking about in a specific instance of, like, an asteroid. <laughs> Climate change sounds like a slow, horrible death. And it also yeah, sounds true. like a slow, horrible death for our grandchildren. And that's yeah. what we should really be caring about. Yeah. Specifically our parents' generations. Yeah. Don't give a fuck about yourselves. Who cares? You're not going to be around for it. Think about your children and your grandchildren's theory, futures. because I feel like it's okay? already started. <laughs> I stand by it. I don't think they're going to live through that. They're not going to have to deal with consequences. That's fair. Kind of. And that's that on that, cyst. I feel like they don't really... Uh, no, I think... Well, I feel like the consequences... Okay, we're getting too deep. I was just going to say, I feel like the consequences have already started, but so many people just can't tell that they don't think they're actually living through the consequences. Oh, no, the that consequences have started, but I feel like the real bad consequences yeah. that are going to cause objective pain in everyone's lives yeah, have not started. That's true. You know? I do. Um, anyway, the other movie I watched last week was Encanto. <laughs> oh, okay. I still haven't watched it. I hate you. I was hoping you'd watch it before before this pod. Well, um, you should have said also, that. Also, what an iconic, what an iconic segue. <laughs> um, no, okay. I loved, 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 loved Encanto. It was great. Um, I just want to say most... that the reason I haven't oh, watched it? it is because... For the audience, I got too scared. Nicholas said he cried three times, and then I spoke to Chelsea. Yeah, it's a Disney movie. And then I spoke to Chelsea, our other friend, and I said, Chelsea, on a scale of one to Bing Bong dying in Inside Out, how sad is it? And she said, well, I didn't cry, but I would probably still put it at an eight or nine. And I was like, you know what? I don't have time for that. Whack. I don't remember Bing Bong dying being that sad. Are you serious? I, every time I watch that movie, I cry for like three days afterwards because of that. The ending is like happy crying. It's not sad. The ending's not sad, if that helps. Um, 
I mean, I guess it was But, no, the movie itself was great, and I think the movie itself was uh, different enough from every other Disney movie, Disney Pixar movie, that it made it different and fun and fresh, story-wise. Because, like, it wasn't just a normal journey adventure movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like every other Disney movie that they have to, like, go get something or do something to save the one person or save the town or save whatever. It was all set in the one town, mostly in the one house. And I really loved that. I think that was really cool. Yeah, well, no, it's definitely very different. Yeah, but... Okay, so there's, like, eight songs, I think, in the movie. Right. I'd say three of the songs are ballads. And ballads, Disney ballads are never going to be bad, right? They're just, it's they true. are, they exist. They're Disney ballads. Correct? Correct. They're good. Okay. Three of the songs, I would say, are some of the most boring slash worst <laughs> Disney songs of the past 30 years. Iconic. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we've got some ballads that are just, they exist. That are there. We have some bad ones right. that are just not fun slash boring slash forgettable and then there's these two songs in the movie that are like the two best disney songs of the past 30 years <laughs> so it's really it's a mixed it's a mixed bag okay? they really said we're putting all our effort into these two songs and we're leaving everything else behind <laughs> literally that and not even they're idiots because they are nominating their uh campaigning for the wrong songs for the Golden Globes and Oscars and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. They're doing one of the ballads, and I'm like, every movie puts a ballad in. You should have put one of the other ones. Anyway, the two songs are Surface Pressure and We Don't Talk About Bruno. Truly legendary, iconic, magical, beautiful, never been done before, (laughs) spit it out, eat it back up. (laughs) I can't remember the entire quote. You know the Lady Gaga interview I'm talking about? They did, yeah. I do know what you're talking about, but I can guarantee half of those things were not in it. They weren't. You're right. (laughs) Um, But yes, 11 out of 10, we don't talk about Bruno and surface pressure, are iconic. So the movie itself, fantastic, 10 out of 10. The two songs, 10 out of 10. The three ballads, 7 out of 10. The other two songs, 4 out of 10. Wow, that really is a mixed bag. So overall, it's a really good score. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, you're right. That's true. The average is still like seven. Or something. Anyway, that's my <laughs> thoughts on Encanto and 11 out of 10. It's really fun. Fair, fair. Nice. Love that Really fun and very good. Love that. Definitely. Although, I don't know if you know the premise, but basically this house gives, this house and this candle give the family members special powers when they turn like 10 or something Mm. um anyway one of the powers that one of the people has is hearing Mm. they can hear everything Mm. that happens in like a 10 kilometer radius or whatever Mm -hmm. how painful does that sound it does sound very painful it just reminds me of um that scene in superman when superman first gets his is like as a kid and he's first getting his powers and he gets like a raging headache yeah. because he's hearing too many things. A raging boner. <laughs> exactly. He heard too much. Exactly. Anyway, what's the other thing you watched, homie? 
Um, did I go to the movies recently? I definitely did. What did I see? Oh, fuck. Speaking of, I was supposed to go to the movies tonight. Wow. Sorry. That was a complete digression there to see Ghostbusters. I haven't booked that in, but I really need to. Um, anyway. <laughs> what did I see? I don't remember. Imagine Maddie pausing the entire podcast to organize her day. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, Fuck. What was it that I saw in the cinema? Oh, God, I don't have any idea. Matrix, House of Gucci. No, no. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm thinking too far back. (laughs) Are you thinking of Spider-Man? Maybe. I might be thinking of Spider-Man. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, what else have I watched? I watched Spongebob on Christmas Eve. (laughs) You do that every year, don't you? We do that every year, yeah. So that was exciting. That's that's something that I've watched. Bless. Yep. Bless. Love SpongeBob. Yeah, lo- actually, that's a good that's a good um, connection to the earlier in the episode when I said I hate end of year culture and hope and stuff. I recently watched the clip of Squidward going to the graveyard and he puts down the flowers and then Mr. Krabs goes and looks at it and it says, "Here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams." <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. That, that show was so anti-capitalist. I just, oh, God. No wonder a whole generation of us are ready to start a revolution at any time. True. And the other half are depresso espresso. Exactly. I feel like you're either... <laughs> I feel like you're either a Spongebob or a Squidward in this world. And honey, I ain't no Spongebob. <laughs> No, we'll see. I wouldn't say that I'm a SpongeBob either, but I wouldn't say that I'm a Squidward. I feel like I fall because I'm not like, you know, SpongeBob's like, yes, I will work for minimum pay and I will fucking love it. Whereas Squidward's like, please just, I would rather off myself. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, then I feel like maybe you're a. I might be Mr. Krabs. You're a. You were just going on about how anti-capitalist you yeah, are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you Maybe know what I... you are. You're plankton. <laughs> Wait. You're like, yes, I'm going to take down the patriarchy. Plankton? Yes, I'm going to take him down. You're plankton. Taking down the capitalist scum. <laughs> You're right. I'm like, give me the secret recipe and I will make it available to everyone for free. <laughs> Tea. Is plankton actually the hero of the story? <laughs> I'm thinking yes. The way that we just had a complete, like, revolutionary moment in our thinking. Being like, oh my god, wait a second. <laughs> Mr. Krabs, I love how we can do villain. this, but back in high school when teachers would make us, like, watch a movie and analyse it and be like, see, this, this, the curtains were blue to symbolise the anguish that the character's going through. And we were like, yeah, okay, that's bullshit. And now we're like, Spongebob is anti-capitalist propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> And we are right. <laughs> and we are right. <laughs> um, Iconic. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, so yeah, watch SpongeBob. That was good. Now onto your thing. <laughs> um, I watched. I watched the Matrix uh, Resurrections. Oh yeah. That was a fever dream of a movie. That was a weird movie. It was oh, a was wild it? movie. Okay, I really like. I really liked it. Yeah. It was. I quite enjoyed it. It was quite good. Um. <laughs> I would say that the first hour, it takes like probably an hour, 
before it can even <laughs> before it actually jumps into the plot. Yeah. Which on on one level, I think that that's an iconic power move. It's true. Oh, wait, on did you say power? I was like, yeah. That's why. Yeah, but luckily, it's interesting. It's an interesting hour. But anyway, it's 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 it's, it's a movie that happened and exists. And they're gonna make lots of money. SpongeBob would never I don't stand think, for I it. I think it kind of flopped because it was one of the ones that went straight to HBO Max as well. Right. Oh, okay. Speaking so in America, of, I don't think it made much because it. Oh what? No. Go. I was gonna say Dune is still not out. Dune. Oh yeah, it should be this week. Well, I think I was googling it before, and I think it was saying like DVD release is supposed to be tomorrow, which probably means it's gonna be sometime this week. Yeah. In America. Well, that's what I mean. I was feeling like, you know, I feel like that's typically. DVD release here won't be for another couple months. Well, it also said iTunes release was the 3rd of December, which is obviously not the case. So. For America. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So I was extrapolating from that. They got it in like October. Whack. America got June in like October. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, um, interesting. What else did I watch? Hold anyway. on, I'm going to go through my Netflix history because I'm, I'll come up with things. Yeah. Okay, well, while you do that, I'll keep talking. Yeah. I you talk, you did a Lord of... Every year between Christmas and New Year, it's time to rewatch Lord of the Rings. Um, Spider-Man Far From time. Home is on Netflix. It just came up. Thank God after I didn't the buy move, it. After No yeah. Way Home came out, yeah. Yeah, it's the same with Amazing anyway, Spider-Man Yeah, too. I watched Lord of the Rings... On binge. Sorry. You go. Lord of the Rings between Christmas and New Year. Every year. <laughs> right. 11 out of 10. This is the first time I've been able to watch it. We, like me and my family, have been able to watch it in 4K. They released it in 4K for the first time this year, last oh, year. Yeah. Um, Really, really good. Really fun. I love these movies so much. Mar- Mary. Maddie, you would be obsessed, and I can't believe you still haven't watched it. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't really know. As soon really as I know... make it down to Brisbane... I'm making you watch it. We'll do a movie night. Like, we'll split each movie into two. Okay. And we'll do a six movie nights over, like, a month or two. <laughs> I don't know do why I haven't watched it. I'm honestly so stupid for not, because I know that I'll fucking dig it, but hey. I just can't get over the fact that they're so long and there's so many of them. But they're not even that, like, the Harry True. Potters it's are two also... and a half hours long. Like, it's not that unreasonable. Wait, That's how long are they? Credits though. So like they're really like an hour and Harry Potter's really are really like two hours twenty, two hours fifteen. Which I think is reasonable. Lord of the Rings, the first one's two hours and fifty minutes with credits. Fifty? Fifteen. Fifty. Oof. Five zero. That's long. The second movie is I think like three hours and ten minutes. God. Is that a joke? And then I think the last one's like three hours. I want to say three hours and 40 minutes, but I think I'm overshooting. 40? As in almost four hours long? Do you know I'm what? I'm overshooting. I don't think it is. Just Do you know what? Society started to go backwards when those movies. It's not. It's three hours and 20. Had the audacity to be that long. Three hours, 20. That's not too long. Are you fucking joking right now? 
It's a slippery no slope. Filler. It is a slippery slope between a three-hour and twenty-minute movie and an eight-hour release of Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> People start to think that's okay. So you're blaming that on, on Peter Jackson? Yes. Wow. I am. No, I mean, look. <laughs> it's interesting, okay? Because the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Extended uh, editions? The first movie in the extended edition. Yeah. Where they cut out nothing. Is um the first one's like three hours and 40 minutes. Oh my god, that makes me feel sick. They're really long. But the benefit of doing it like that... No, there is not. Is that... It's only cons. No, it's not. The theatrical releases, which are the definitive releases, don't... If you're watching it for the first time or you're watching it, whatever, just watch the theatrical release. Peter Jackson himself said, we spent an entire 12 months cutting down these films to be a tight (laughs) three hours. To be all killer, no filler, and they succeeded, okay? They cut it down a lot, and it makes sense. It just so happens that they originally filmed four-plus-hour movies, okay? Oh, my God. So, in the extended editions, The Fellowship of the Ring, the first one, is three hours and 50 minutes. This is what happens. Justice League. (sighs) The second movie, The Two Towers, is three hours and 55 minutes. And the... Return of the King, extended edition, the final of the trilogy, is four hours and 23 minutes. I have watched all of the extended ones. Oh I personally God. don't think they're worth it. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. No, they're not worth it. They There's too much useless stuff that it gets boring, which is why I'm saying... These three-hour versions are like they're worth it because the pacing has been meticulously curated to be boom, 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 boom. You know? Okay. Yeah, I heard you. I just don't want to dignify you with a response. That's why I'm saying you split it into each movie into two, <laughs> and then you've got hour-and-a-half-long movies. Look, I think the real reason why I have such a bone to pick with these movies is entirely because I tried to watch... I I think I might have lied to you. I have, in fact, seen one and a half of them. I've seen the first one, and I've seen the first half of the second one. Um, but I fell asleep, and I don't ever fall asleep in movies. I, that was... It was... I so bored, and I've just never been able to do it since then. I just apparently have very bad memories associated. Well, I, I remember it to be really bad, which is why I'm like, ew, no. Ew, no. I fall asleep in... I fall asleep in literally every movie and show. This is mostly since I've changed medications. But... (laughs) (laughs) But... No, if I fall asleep, I have to watch experience. It No, it does for me. That's stupid. I have to know. Genuinely... If I'm with you guys, I'm not going to fall asleep. If I am like... For some reason, if I'm watching a movie and I really, uh, and I'm enjoying it and I look at my phone and I read a text and then I look back up and I've missed one sentence of dialogue, I will go back because I'm like, I need that. Obviously one sentence is critical to my viewing experience. Whack. 
I disagree. I <laughs> literally fell asleep during Internals at the cinemas. I fell asleep oh during God. the Matrix, Resurrect- Matrix Resurrections at the cinemas. Back. I mean, for like a minute. And then I would wake back up and be like, ooh. <laughs> no. No. See, that's but, enough yeah, to justify no, can, me paying barely, for a I whole like, other cinema ticket to see it again. To find out what I missed in that one minute. Oh, no, I don't care about that. Um, I, I literally fell asleep in every episode of Hawkeye, despite the fact that I loved it. Iconic. Because my body just says, you're sitting still. Snooze. <laughs> and I say, okay. <laughs> I'll give in. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Uh, other stuff. I watched this year's Yearly Departed special. Have you Do you watch them on Amazon Prime? Um, no. Basically, it's all female comedians doing in memoriam for the year. Iconic. So, like, uh, you know, rest in peace, Betty dick White. pics, because, oh. <laughs> well, no, that was filmed, like, two months before Christmas. Oh. But, like, yeah, re- rest in peace things that are no longer, rest in peace Zoom meetings, that kind of thing, you know? Well, they're wrong. Zoom meetings are obviously still going, so I won't dignify that with obviously, my time. But you know what I mean. <laughs> They're really funny, and it's all female, and you should watch. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, Drag Race is back as of yesterday. Oh, wow. As of sun- Saturday. Yeah. Whack. It's really good. I watched the first episode. I really enjoyed it. That's that on that. Nice. I think they're gearing up to film Drag Race Down Under again soon. Oh, that's exciting. Love a Down Under. A Dunder. Mm. I watched um, over the past two days, well... Sorry, the past, like, week. I don't know why I said two days. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Ragnarok and also Spider-Man Homecoming. Been starting mm-hmm. back up on my mind. So you have been watching movies? Yeah, but they don't really count because they're so old. I literally just talked about Lord of the Rings, <laughs> which are 20 years old. <laughs> but we all know my opinions on those Marvel movies, you know. Do we? They're good. They're fine. Which one? Thor, Ragnarok, what and what? And uh, Spider-Man? Spider-Man Homecoming and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I don't get the hype for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I I mean, it was definitely not as good as... I don't really get the hype for Guardians of the Galaxy, period. Um, <laughs> but the second one was definitely not as good as the first one. But I also... See, I, I reckon that people think it's really bad and I disagree with that. Most of the reviews I ever read, I don't like, think it's really bad. Well, no, neither do I. But I mean, like most, like when you see reviews of it, people always put it at the end, like put them at the bottom, and they'll say it's not as good as the rest. Which, is like, I just don't think it has any plot or story. Mm-hmm. It's all about characters, which is fine. I just don't think any of the character development was strong enough to warrant a two-hour movie about it. Yeah, two hours of no plot. Yeah, no, it's really true. Well, slash, and then the plot was really there for like 10 minutes and then it was just the finish of it was 30 minutes of action. So I definitely agree. It was like not at all well paced. <laughs> mm. yeah. I'm excited for what they're doing with um the third one because before the third one comes out, they're doing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney+. Plus. Whack. Which is all of them, I guess, in a one hour special mm. for Christmas 
to bridge the gap because it's been so One long hour. since the second movie. Oh, okay. To bridge the gap between two and three, which I'm right. really into. I think that's great. Um, I mean, it seems like a good idea, but also entirely unnecessary considering we just saw them in Endgame. And when I say just saw them, I guess that was like four years ago. <laughs> An entire pandemic. Imagine that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I now need to talk about what I've really been doing for the past two weeks. Okay. And that has been watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> We've been new, didn't we? This is not surprising what do you mean at you've all. Been new? <laughs> you didn't know I was watching that. No, no. But if, I, if I, I finally got around to, me, to Madison, watching. Can you please guess what I've been doing? What, what if I, I've been watching something? It's been one thing for the past two weeks, and I would have been like Real Housewives. T. I've never seen the Real Housewives of Atlanta though. Okay. Mostly because season one <laughs> was pretty boring. <laughs> But so when, you I, have when seen I tell it. you, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen season one now, but um, I tried to watch it like probably two years ago and mm-hmm. it was season one was so boring because I think it was the second, it was the third one produced. It went the Real Housewives of Orange County, the Real Housewives of New York, and then the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Right. So there's right? a lot of seasons. For those three shows, none of them were developed as Real Housewives. So uh-huh. like. For example, New York was originally called um, Manhattan Mums. Whack. And was about these mums in Manhattan living their lives. <laughs> and then at the last minute they changed it. Same thing with um, Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. So season one was kind of not what The Housewives is. Right. As a show. Mm-hmm. Season two onwards, in fucking insane. <laughs> insane. Atlanta... I'm like five seasons in. Oh my god! Five seasons in like two weeks for me—that's insane. That is insane for you. That's well, I'm on season five, so really. four. But anyway, go off. Um, but yeah, it's like fucking crazy good. Not a single miss of a season. I mean, <laughs> for example, I'm on season seven. Mm-hmm. I've seen every every season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills except season seven. Mm. And eight. Because mm. they're so bad. They're so fucking boring. It's like... Ugh. I cannot bring myself to do it. Ugh. So I feel bad about that. But Atlanta... Not a single bad season so far. Which makes me obsessed with it. Okay? Okay. <coughs> That's done on that. Oh no, now I've got the hiccups. I don't know that. I don't think... Sorry. I'm still watching the comedy show Ghosts on Paramount Plus. Oh, this is it's not a sitcom. Really oh, I watched Evil. Fresh. Oh, you watched Evil. Sorry, you just reminded Did you finish me. it? I did, yeah. That was good. Really, we're fucking good, hey? No, it was really, it was really good. I, uh, okay, my only gripe with the season is that I kind of really wanted more focus on the whole Kristen being possessed thing and my biggest issue with it was that she was exercised (laughs) before she even had kind of like known yeah like no one knew you know like the other two didn't suspect it no and then she was just exercised and that's kind of like that and now I'm like but 
No. Yeah. I wanted them to know. And I wanted them See, to know. I don't think fuck. they're done with that. I mean, they must not yeah, be. I don't think they're done with that. Because I also think that her being exercised, like, and that kind of working for her and shifting her mental state and all of that was enough for her to be like, whack, that was really weird, you know? And mm. start kind of thinking about it more anyway. Sorry. That was really deep Hopefully. discussion into something that no I'm one else really for cares season about. Three. When's also, that? Also, how wild the, this year sometime? They're filming at the moment, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes. But, um... How how wild that she admitted at the end of the season to what's his face? Kristen admitted to David. Yeah, that did. was crazy. It was yeah, that was a lot. She I've been crazy. waiting. I've been waiting for them to like find out. I thought it was gonna be Ben first who kind of verbalized it and knew yeah. that it was a thing just because he seemed like he was suspicious. Um Ben's going through his own shit. Ben was going through his own shit this season, which I really appreciated. I really liked how they gave him more of, like, some focus this season. They did. I think that he got quite a lot of focus in season one. I mean, I like how they brought back his per- his girlfriend that's, like, dead twin lives inside her. That was so fucking funny. I No, I think <laughs> they did. But, like, for example, we hadn't seen his apartment in season one, and that's, like... A very right. glaring like thing to kind of leave out. So you know, we saw more like home life for Ben, I suppose. I follow. Yeah. Also, he's got the coolest apartment. He does. You're right. He does. Um, and I can't remember. Did they kiss at the end of the season? They did. That's how it ended. That was the cliffhanger, wasn't it? That's how it ended. Yeah, you had like Kristen was crying and sobbing all over David, and then he forgave her, and then they kissed, which was like a bit. It was a bit weird. It was, it was a bit odd. Like the day before he becomes a priest. No, he was already a priest. (laughs) Was he? Yeah. Yep. He'd already been ordained. But it was like two days in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I already want to rewatch it. How iconic. Yeah, no, it was very good. Particularly, as you said, the silent episode was impressive. Incredible. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Mm. Um, I think that's mostly it. We, let's let's start wrapping up. Whack. Oh my god, 57 minutes? This must be a record for us. I mean, we're not going to wrap up in three minutes, are we? No. But still. Because we can't forget our what the fuck of the weeks this week. <laughs> I guess we can't. Okay. You go first. While my... I I'm trying to think. My what the fuck of the week this week is that we've been doing this podcast technically in three different years. Stop. Wow. Look at us go. 2021, 2020, 2021, and 2022. Whack. We've made it through three years. Technically. Go us. <laughs> go us. Honestly. So that's my what the fuck of the week is time not existing. Definitely does not exist. Full stop. That's my entire what the fuck of the week. <laughs> oh, I love that for you. Oh. What's your what the fuck of the week? Uh, my what the fuck of the week is, okay, you know when you, like, list things for sale on Marketplace, mm-hmm. on Facebook Marketplace? I assume this is the same on Gumtree, but I've never had the similar experiences. And yeah. then, you know, people text back the weirdest stuff and have the loosest <laughs> grip on English 
And like <laughs> sometimes you're like, okay, this is fine. English must be their second language, whatever. And then you meet them and they're like white and you're like, yeah, interesting. That's it. That's yeah. my what the fuck is just, you know, some interesting people on Facebook Marketplace, isn't there? Saying right. some fucking my weird ass shit. I know, and they think they they think they can say whatever they want to. It's wild. They really. But my favorite is when they've got the loosest grip on the English language, and then they rock up and they're like a middle class businessman. Truly, oh my god, that always blows my fucking mind because I'm always so forgiving up until that yeah. point. I'm like, oh, I don't know who they are. I don't know their story. English is probably their second language. Maybe it's their third language. I don't know. This is fair. I know what they. Yeah. I get the. I'm grasping what they're saying even if it's difficult and then yeah you meet them and they're speaking perfectly and it's like sorry did you just hate me <laughs> what <laughs> yeah and people do think they can just say whatever they want it's just they're like i've had people just straight up the first thing they'll say is what's your address it's like i'm not gonna fucking tell you like yeah what <laughs> Or that guy the other day who asked me to put my high heels on and take photos when I was wearing the shoes. <laughs> uh, I cannot say. even. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Imagine anyway. thinking you were being sly asking for foot pics. Truly. But really. Truly. That shit's scary. Yeah. Anyway, that's my what the fuck of the week. That's a good what the fuck of the week. Thank you. <laughs> okay well we will be back next week will we we will we will i don't know what it'll look like no well i mean what's today if we're having a, a discussion with the lady on the 22nd that's only well that's two weeks away so who knows we'll figure it out <laughs> okay we'll probably be on zoom again next week yeah and then probably the week after will be. What's the twenty second? Is that a Sunday? I don't know. A Saturday. It's actually my dad's birthday. Oh, are it's you still okay? Anyway, we'll do this off camera. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that on that, I guess. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. See you next week. Bye. Wait, should we and go through our socials? Thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, that's right. Imagine me keep forgetting things. What are your <laughs> socials, Maddie? Uh, Harness, wait. Lady Alice 101. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. But she doesn't use any of them. Follow her at Harness Creation on everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, Nicholas. <laughs> if you want to follow the pod, you can. At WTFIH podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and probably TikTok pretty soon. I keep forgetting to make a TikTok for us, but oh my God. who knows? Maybe this is the off. week. Maybe this is the week. It's a new year. Um, new year, new us. It's a new year. <laughs> you know, I don't like that. I um, do. That's why. I if you want to follow it. me on Twitter or TikTok, it's NIC underscore sushi. I think it is. That's that's what it is. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. So what the fuck is happening? happening? The podcast. The podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.